The buffer is what you do every single day. Their perspectives, their values, their character, their personality, all that's being developed mostly by your presence. You know, just by you being aware, having those conversations. This is a tool that exists. We can't just like pretend it doesn't exist. And there's some amazing good uses out of it. So we've got to actually introduce them to the ways it can be used for good. And I think we've totally underutilized and totally underthought about the amazing good things that can come out of our ability to be connected like we are and to use all the apps and tools that are on the phone that we have. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside. Hello, hello, Blissful Parenting. Michelle Abraham, your host here today. Let me share with you my amazing guest, Donovan Dreyer, today. Donovan, I'm going to say hi to you first before we share a little bit more all about you. How are you doing? Great. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited. I appreciate the offer to talk to your audience. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to have you here today. And what Donovan and I were discussing before we jumped on here is that we really want to talk about, you know, um, social media and like how it can be really great for kids and really like enhance their future and like how to like work it properly. Um, now, social media is a scary word for a lot of us parents of younger kids that are still in elementary school. We're like this, it's this thing that we're like, oh God, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> and so uh, Donovan uh, specializes in, you know, really helping, helping parents with, uh, with that. And also like, there's a lot of things that you help parents with. And we'll get into more of that in a second. Let me tell our parents a little bit more about you, Donovan, and then we'll get into that. So you started your career, with the focus of a dream of becoming a pilot, which is really cool. And then you did lots of training and degrees and discovered that your real passion is not flying a plane, but helping parents of teens navigate their bumpy airways of life, which is so cool. I think that's really, um, that's a really neat way of putting it. So since making that shift, uh, you've coached hundreds of teens and uh, to find their right path and discover their inner confidence to get on track with a vision of their future. So in today's world, the overwhelm of anxiety and stress of the future and pressures of being competitive, um, you've been able to really help them use their gifts and figure out what their gifts are. I'm sure that's the first part of figuring out what their gifts are and using their gifts to then help them have a more common, clear pathway uh, in their new life. Uh, and, and, you know, especially like leaving, leaving the nest uh, as kids and taking flight, which is like, I think kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, Donovan, you've got so many great experiences and that's, uh, you know, you're a counselor um, from schools, uh, counseling uh, Colorado State and Wyoming uh, School of Counseling and community colleges. And then um, your mission I wanted to share with our parents is that to help a million teens navigate this new world. And it is a new world we're living in. So please share with us, like, where is this passion for navigating, helping teens navigate this new world come from? Well, my cat, my cat's chiming in. You're stealing the show. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so it's in 1993, I'm sitting in Zingerman's Deli in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I'm with a pilot, and I just finished my program. First tip, if you're going to do informational interviewing, which is interviewing somebody in a career you're interested in, do that before your education's all done. Oh, gosh, First no. Tip. <laughs> So anyway, I did it afterwards and the guy was just crazy about flying. And a lot of times that's the thing that really gets us excited about something, right? And we're like, yeah. But for me, it was like, ah, I bet I got what he's feeling for something, but I don't feel quite that way about flying. And that sent me on a quest to do that soul searching in my 20s and just say no go to flying, instant career change. And I'm a super decisive person, apparently. Um, but yeah, I stuck with it. I was loyal to it, got all the way through it. And then I decided, ah, I want to, I want to find what I'm excited about like that dude. And so, um, you know, if we fast forward a bit into the late nineties, I did like a few years working for my dad's family business. And, uh, then the Columbine shooting happened and I just thought, well, I want to get in the trenches. It wasn't like frontliner was not a thing. We didn't have that name back then, but that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get on the front lines of the high schools and get in with the kids and figure out why something crazy like that would happen. And uh, stop it, you know, and make sure that didn't become a trend. And that did not work out. It became a trend. But what I did do is I discovered why kids actually want to harm somebody else and why kids want to harm themselves and uh, made a breakthrough tool for that. So I got a traffic light system for being able to understand the inner world. It's really, really, really easy. I've taught it to elementary school kids. Um, fast forward a little bit further, I got a chance to start doing some coaching with grownups in, in the business world. And that helped me realize, oh, they're looking for meaning and purpose and lifestyle, all these other things in addition to career. So just getting the career is not right, the right answer. So that brought me all the way back to, well, how can we proactively really set up a meaningful, fulfilling future? And that's really what my coaching is totally mm -hmm. specializing in is let's get the present figured out, you know, deal with the stresses with my traffic light system. Let's get the future figured out as much as we can. We can't figure it all out because there's you know new careers and new things yeah. happening that are pretty crazy in the news or great in the world all the time. So, but we can do is to actually put a lot of effort into pouring into their preparation for their real world. So they actually do craft both the career and lifestyle they really desire and love. And then I also help kids present themselves properly. Uh, even before they've got a LinkedIn. So that's, mm. that's kind of the whole journey for me. And, and, the, and the mission is really like, I believe Generation Z should be the greatest generation of all time. We shouldn't have like the greatest generation be back from the 1940s. <laughs> we should get better and better and better and better. And every generation should be the greatest, but we've got to pour in and help them out with that. And so that's, that's what's called me to really zero in on having a specialty within coaching and move beyond the schools where, you know, I just had to deal with a lot of crisis situations with mental health. And I definitely learned a lot, though, of, of why people are unhappy and what makes them super fulfilled and happy. 
Hmm, interesting. Yeah, it seems to be, especially in the last few years, it's uncovered so many adults like really, really questioning what their purpose is and, and is their is their cup full and is this really what they want to be doing? Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it would be interesting. I would love to like see the stats on like kids that have worked with you like early on versus like the adults that di- the different versus the kids that didn't, and then those same like group of twenty like you know, 20 years later, what this, like how, how fulfilled the, the ones that have worked with you are, because you can get all that right in the beginning. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like how much, so much pain and heartache would be saved. <laughs> yeah. Tons of people get coaching in the adult world, yeah, but it's a new thing so- to actually start early. And so many people are like 50 something and, you know, at midlife or they're mm. at the great resignation, but they're not done. And, and that's where it's like, oh, let me put two and two together. So many people want that at 40, mm-hmm. 50, 60. I worked with an 85-year-old still looking to do the next thing in life right. uh, within the business coaching. And it's like, well, let's go all the way back. And yeah. <laughs> anybody that's like, oh, I wish I could have had a coach when I was a kid. Well, you can't, but yeah. your kids can. So that's they can awesome. totally get started early with that kind of support. Yeah. And one of the things I think is um, like, I, I feel like dodged a bullet, like being a little bit, you know, into like my forties now is like social media wasn't a big thing. Like when I was in my teens or in elementary school, it wasn't something that I had until college. And I feel like, oh, thank God, because I can't imagine <laughs> the stress that would cause, um, you know, uh, having social media, like always there. So for our poor kids and teens that are like experiencing this, this like so young, um, it's kind of looked at like this evil thing, but I think uh, with your expertise, you've kind of figured out a way to make this uh, actually a really great tool that they can use that will help them in the future. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, we are, we're all making a pre-impression these days. Forget about a first impression. <laughs> Before we make our first impression, we make a pre-impression. Mm-hmm. And that's because people can just get on their phones and look us up and say, well, what's their Instagram look like? What's their Facebook like? Why don't they have anybody on LinkedIn? Why aren't they on LinkedIn? You know, so we are all out there making a pre-impression before anybody gets to know us because they can ghost us and check <laughs> us out and all that stuff. Um, so for kids... They're interested. Hey, can I get a TikTok? I'm like five years old. Let me get a TikTok. And so there is definitely too early and there's definitely an impact. I've got three daughters. They're all teenagers right now myself. So it's one thing to help everybody else's teenagers through the years. But as a dad, I now have three of my own. You're like right in the trenches with this all. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I'm definitely not as objective and neutral with the three of them. But I definitely noticed my youngest one. She's the one that started with the, you know, the tech and the screens and stuff like that Mm -hmm. earlier. The pandemic came along when she's younger. And Mm -hmm. I think for me, the pandemic made me slide with the rules a little Mm -hmm. bit. And so it was really hard to be like stuck in the house all the time and and not have anything to do and say, hey, kids, get off your phone. Because like they needed a little bit of like connection with their friends. So there's like that element, which is really good. Games, like my son was playing games with his friends. That's the only way they were able to see each other for two years, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely some good elements. And then you cross a line. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think the thing that really, as I see like 20 years worth of school counseling at the high school level and the elementary school level, nearly 100% of the time, any of the big issues, you could trace it right back to the, the home environment. And any of the people that had it like together, you could trace it right back to the home environment. So I think the buffer for kids is a parent who cares and is asking questions and is concerned. And if you start to notice stuff like with my third, my youngest, there's stuff that's from TikTok, there's stuff that's from the internet. And I'm like, that's not what the older ones were doing at your age. 
So I definitely know personally on the third daughter, that's where we slipped a little bit. The pandemic happened. And, uh, you know, so there's definitely, there's an impact. There's definitely an impact Mm -hmm. that shapes their personality, or at least shapes their, their viewpoints and perspectives at the very least. So when those things come up, you can talk about it. Where did that come from? Where, where'd you come up with that? We don't talk about that at our house. Where'd that come from? And so I think the cool thing though, is it is this tool that allows friends to play with each other, to communicate with each other. I've got clients now from a third, like a third country besides the U S. Um, so the, the walls just went away. Mm-hmm. And the walls have been gone for a long time. So now we all get this opportunity to think about, well, how do we use this wisely? How do we use this in a good way? And for kids, some of that interplay of, of just dealing with the, the things that they might come up with that you're like, eh, that's a little bit wonky. Let's address it. Go ahead and address it. And then say, okay, let's set some new limits or boom, that's the, you're too young for that app. That one's got to go. <laughs> You've totally demonstrated you're not ready for it. And so you might need to kick out the TikTok if it's too young right. for that one. <laughs> yeah. um, so just know, I think, first of all, that the buffer is what you do every single day. Their perspectives, mm-hmm. their values, their character, their personality, all that's being developed mostly by your presence, you know, just by you being aware, having those conversations this is a tool that exists. We can't just like pretend it doesn't exist. And there's some amazing good uses out of it. So we've got to actually introduce them to the ways it can be used for good. And I think we've totally underutilized and totally underthought about the amazing good things that can come out of our ability to be connected like we are and to use all the apps and tools that are on the phone that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I'd love to like see it in a little bit better light than the than the ugly addiction that it's been put into. Because <laughs> yes, it's caused us some harm, I'm sure, with kids. But uh, I think there's a lot of good that can happen from it too, as long as it's like you said, in in proportion to their age and ability and 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 level uh, like that. But um, share with us a little bit about um, what your thoughts are around like using the social media, like to have a presence there that's going to help them like later on, like have getting jobs and having the, using the social media um, for good, like versus for the parties on the weekend. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I think like, you know, I've used my oldest daughter a couple of times as an example. And uh, you know, she has all A's and B's her whole, her whole mm-hmm. career for school. Um, but you know, she's, she's like me, she's like a outside the box thinker and she's not going to do college. And what she's been doing, though, is posting on her Looks by Lily D uh, Instagram. And she's also got, I think, TikTok. Those are the main two. She, you can see this whole progression of her makeup. Mm-hmm. So she is one of those teen makeup uh, artists. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she really loves it. I mean, her, her she's got full face. Like at Valentine's Day, there's like Ugh. 12 hearts all over her face. And her face was totally covered. So she's experimenting and she's posting. Mm-hmm. And she's consistent. Like I told her, like, you know, do what you want to do. But if you're going to build this platform here, uh, you know, one of the things I see adults don't do very well, if you want to make this into something you're really gearing up for your future is work on your consistency. Mm-hmm. And she's great about it way better than I am. She's consistent. Yeah. And so she posts regularly and you can see this whole progression over the course of a few years of her very first one to her second, fifth, 20th, 100th. And, you know, some of her views have gotten into the five figure level, like 50,000 views on some of her posts. And that doesn't happen, you know, out of the blue, if you just decide to do that way in the future, just like that. Plus, you can't see that whole progression. 
And there's another one called Zemi. So it's Z double E dot M E E dot com. And Zemi is really designed to be like academic media. So if you really want to do something besides like her makeup look in that journey, right. um, like my daughters are all artists. So some of them have won contests for their art, like three or four times on the bullying prevention calendar, they've got the cover. So they could post that on Zemi, just a picture of the cover and write a little mm-hmm. caption on Zemi. And then they win again and post in a caption and then they win again. Okay. And then maybe a community service p- project, get a picture of that. Mm-hmm. You can put that on Zemi and type like up a little a caption. portfolio then for the kids, right? Totally. Like it, like it works that's what Zemi is. Yeah. 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 Cool. And then that's something you can share that link with colleges. Mm-hmm. And uh, if scholarship competitions allow it, you can share that link. So it's like academic slash like pre-college media or like, mm-hmm. I think LinkedIn actually tried LinkedIn Junior. So it's basically like a LinkedIn Junior. Yeah, yeah. That's That's awesome. Yeah, that's so great. I mean, I think there's some great benefits to using it. It's so cool for kids to be able to like start building something so early so that when they do get to college and, you know, there's so many kids like they're, they're building things and they're so smart. Like when it comes to like Minecraft or Roblox and they're doing all these things there, like, it's great to have somewhere to showcase that and and uh, be proud of it. And like, you know, instead of hanging up all of our trophies on the walls, now we can have them online <laughs> so that the, so that colleges can see that's really great. Love it. Now you mentioned your traffic sy- uh, system for emotional intelligence, emotional health and well-being uh, for kids. And, you know, share a little bit about what that looks like right now for, you know, post pandemic, there's been a lot of stress going on, a lot of anxiety, a lot more like mental health issues in our kids. Um, is there something that you can share about with your traffic system that might be able to help our parents navigate these times right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, before I actually turned it into a document, I, I was doing like a scale of one to 10. How bad is your stress? Um, you really like trigger alert for anybody listening. But uh, what led to the, what was the genesis and the origin of this program and, or this innovation of mine is that we had three suicides in a two-week span. And I was actually the only counselor left in town because it happened right at Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and one of the moms, you know, a week later or two weeks later, something like that, she said, isn't there a way to have an early warning of something like this? And there was a company that came in, hey, if you're feeling like you're you know, going to be self-harming or suicidal, turn in this card. And she's like, that's too late. Isn't there like an early detection system? I'm, I'm thinking mindfulness and self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And that's the most nebulous thing in the world. Like, how are we supposed to have an early warning detection system? But I started with a scale of one to 10 and that didn't work. Mm-hmm. It was totally up to interpretation. Some kids want to come to the school counseling office at the littlest tiny mm-hmm. 0.5 on a scale of one to 10. And other kids are like, no, I'm never going to come in there in a million years. It's got to be 9.9 mm-hmm. out of 10. I was like, well, that doesn't work. And And then I thought of a traffic light and a traffic light wouldn't work if we had one light, which was white with a black font of numbers on it. And everybody's like, I'm just going whenever, whatever number I feel like I like to go. So I'm going on a one or a five or whatever. Like, no, that wouldn't work. We got to have a system where if you're going perpendicular to me and Mm -hmm. I'm going perpendicular to you, you want to know to go if it's green and I need to go, you know, know to stop if it's red. And we need to trust each other on that one and be on the same page. And all across the country, you got the exact same system. So I combine mental health with a traffic light. Then I also put like kind of a timeline on it too. So I combine the stock market charting in there too to get patterns that you can see visually. 
And I mm-hmm. actually made it with that timeline. Uh, you can see the visual patterns. The stress is either rising into the danger zone. Yeah. The stress is like going sideways and it's not changing or the stress is getting relieved and it's coming down. So I would literally get my whiteboard out and put red at the top, yellow in the middle and green on the bottom and just mm-hmm. say, where are you at? And they'd be like, well, what's that mean? I don't know what any of these mean. And I was like, well, this is not like that number system I was using last week. When I started doing this, I was like, yeah. this means green means you can handle it all by yourself, by journaling, listening to your music, you know, playing a video game, whatever. Yellow means you can't. Mm-hmm. You don't have the ability to handle it, but it's not that bad. You can go to somebody in your everyday life, a friend that you trust, a family member. And red means you got to get to the school counselor. Right. So there's a thing to do for each of the three levels. So even though there's 80 billion emojis and there's 80 billion emotions, <laughs> it really comes down to every person on the planet is either in the green zone, the yellow zone, or the dangerous red zone. And every negative thing that's ever happened in human history it's because a person or a group is operating from the red zone. So it totally explains everything. So when the pandemic happened, I actually charted like 8 billion of us just went from green up toward the yellow and we're hovering between yellow and red right now as a whole humanity. So I was actually able to do that on my Instagram right away, like in early 2020 to say, this picture is where we're at mental health wise. Mm. Yes, there's a pandemic, but everybody just went up into the high yellow in the entire planet all at once, even the counselors and the therapists, everybody was in a tough spot with their mental health. So that's, that's basically the concept and the idea. And it gives a, it gives a what not to do as well. Mm-hmm. Don't helicopter. If your kid's in the green, they're going to be able to work their skills and listen to their music and regulate themselves, mm-hmm. but not if you jump in and everything's a problem you got to stay out of the way. And then the kids would tug on my shirt at recess. They're cheating at four square. And I'd be like, no, nope, this one's yellow. You guys can work this out with your trusted uh, you know, friends. Well, I don't trust them. All right. <laughs> it works for conflict resolution anyway. Just go over there. Tell them how you feel. Tell them what you need. Listen to what they feel and then take a break. And that's your solution. So go over there and try that. I'm not going to jump in and referee that. You got to go work your conflict resolution skills. You got to go work your social skills. So that yellow, lower yellow is, is for them to work it out too. Mm-hmm. But if we start going toward that red or the high yellow, mm-hmm. now it's time for the school counselor or an adult to intervene. And then, you know, even parents can't intervene when it's red zone. It's time for a tr- you know, like a professional counselor. Wow. Yeah. And I see how that could be really useful for our younger kids too, with the colors, because they can resonate with the colors. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. It's something they understand, even though they don't drive, <laughs> they, they still understand. They do. Yeah, you just got to <laughs> explain it. You know, can you handle it by yourself? No, Mr. Dyer. Well, do I need to jump in? No, I should probably try it with my third grade friend. And then they can just go try it. Eh, it didn't work yeah. out, Mr. Dyer. It's worse. What are we going to do? Okay, I can help you out. I can, you know, teach you another skill. So, you know, the more skills we learn, the more capable we are in the green. So the green can kind of be open to interpretation, but the end of the green means I can't handle it on my own anymore. Mm. And the end of the yellow means I can't handle it on my own. Plus with everyday people, that's not enough. I'm in the emergency level and we need a professional on the scene. So it's so easy to determine what do I do or what do I not do? I shouldn't be helicoptering if they're like, I got this. Yeah. And don't be freaking out. I'm good. 
so yeah, it just gives us a what to do and a what not to do. So interesting to have the kids that kind of chart themselves over the course of a few weeks or even like on a regular basis, just so you can see as a parent, like how was their date? Now, if you were to do that, would you do that like in the morning or in the afternoon or evening, like after the day's already? After the day's over, I actually created a pretty, uh, it could probably be an app, obviously, Mm -hmm. but what I created is just like Google Slides. And so I put a, a day of the week, like Sunday through Saturday, and yeah. then have a little dot at the bottom of the chart. And they just drag the dot at the end of the day to where the average stress was. And I did with one kid, I did two dots. Where was your peak? You know, what was the peak of the day? Mm-hmm. And then where was the average? And so that was pretty cool. Cause I had, when I first started using that, I had one kid in Australia and one kid here in Windsor, Colorado, and I could literally see inside of both of them. Even when one of them was in the future, the Australian kid was done tomorrow already. I could see what he felt like tomorrow. And then the kid in Windsor, I could literally see once they pulled that dot to the green or the yellow, and none of them were ever in the red. Uh, but when they're in the green or in the yellow, I could literally see inside of them, even though they're not even within remote, you know, anywhere remotely around me. Very cool. powerful. What a great system. I love it. Can you, can our listeners or our parents find out more information about that or how to work with you with that system? Yeah, you've got the uh, you got the download, and I, it actually took a good three years to really integrate it into the schools to make it kind of pervade across the culture of the school. So it is a super simple system. I thought it would be way easier for people to just pick it up and go, but it's really hard because a lot of people do have their own interpretations about what to do around like stress and feelings and emotions. And there's this chart, and there's that chart, and there's this idea and that idea. There's a bazillion ideas, but we wouldn't want that in the traffic. You know, if we drove the roads and they had pink and purple lights in one state and they had like amber lights and and blue lights in another state we'd be like how do we how are we supposed to keep (laughs) safe around here and they were sideways in some states so yeah they could reach out to me that one's not the the giveaway that i provided you uh Mm -hmm. the dare to dream one but they could just email me donovan at getreadycoaching.com and i would love to you know explore how i could help either a family group or a community group or a school uh adopt the system or at least get like kind of a little preview happy to do it for sure. And Donovan's provided us a Dare to Dream PDF here too, which we'll put into our Blissful Parenting toolbox for you to explore and uh, take a look at. And uh, Donovan, this has been so great. It's so, uh, so uh, I love hearing about your mission that you're on and all the wonderful work that you're doing. Um, is knowing that our parents are uh, school-age kids and are going into the teen years, some of them very soon, <laughs> uh, is there any words of advice you'd like to leave them with? <laughs> Yeah. So my youngest is seventh grade and uh, the two er, two older ones, middle school is a little bit easier. The youngest one, it was harder. And uh, again, you just got to talk, you got to communicate. And uh, one kid was pretty brilliant. Like when you fake it and maybe you're not showing your real feelings, like this one kid, uh, I asked a lot of people, like, what if people pretend to have green at all levels? He just was like, you just ask them how they're really doing. So you got to do Mr. Dreyer. Oh, why didn't I think of that? That's brilliant. And there's like a howareyoureally.org now. And I don't know if that's related or tied in at all. Who knows how things go viral? (laughs) But uh, it was so cool that that kid had that breakthrough to just ask how you're really doing. So sometimes we're just kind of casual and the kids are, I don't know, I'm fine. Or it was a good day. And they give us the one word answer. But the chart's pretty cool. If you just even draw a yellow and a red and a green and just say, how was it today? And how was it the next day? And they just point, like boys are really good at just pointing, even in high school. I don't want to talk about it, Mr. Dreyer. So they'll just point. So that's a good way to kind of uh, open that conversation a little bit more because then you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Are you being honest with me? Is this like where you're really at? Yeah. I mean, I trust you, mom. I, I, we got a good connection. 
So yeah, this is where I'm really at. And okay, what's that mean? Well, what's okay, what's going on with Susie then? So just find ways to open those conversations. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when you get the pushback and the, I don't know, you're not, it's not, you got to pick your spots. It's just not right. the right time. And uh, when they get into middle school, that happens more frequently, but just be that buffer for them, be that safe support for them, be that listening ear for them. It's not so much like I could leave you with, here's 50 things to say, use these babies right here. Mm-hmm. more. Use the ears and, and uh, the, the dare to dream has good questions. So think about being more like Alex Trebek. If you've got wisdom, Mm -hmm. ask those questions that kind of lead them down the garden trail to where you want them to. Don't let them know what you're doing. (laughs) Uh, Like things like tell me more and hmm, oh, is much more helpful than coming in and getting judgy and, you know, oh, that's that that Sarah is so mean. Don't do it. Hold back. Hold back. Just listen more and go "Mm," and ah, and hmm Mm. and let them just. Open up to you and let it pour out. Let's hear your theatrical sounds, parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, work on those theatrical sounds. Awesome. Do that well, while you're on your car great. or on your jog or whatever. You know, if you're listening on this podcast, wherever you are, work on your, hmm, hmm. Ah, I see. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Donovan. This has been great. Blissful parents out there, go have a fabulous week and we'll see you again here Next week, make sure you reach out to Donovan and uh, go connect with him on social media and all the wonderful places that you can connect. Thanks again, Donovan, and have a great week, guys. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free parenting toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops, as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside.